Hello, Texas fans, and welcome back to another segment of the Horns Illustrated Beyond the Stats podcast. As always, I'm Riley Zayas, joined to you by Luke White. Luke, say hello to the people. I'm doing good. Now that the football schedule for Texas has been released for the upcoming season, we we got a lot to talk about and a lot to look forward to, for sure. We certainly do. We will be covering and uh, talking about the Texas football schedule released for 2021 just a couple of days ago. Uh, coming up here in the next uh, several minutes. Uh, but before we do, want to direct your attention to hornsillustrated.com because we have all the latest on the Longhorns there, everything from feature stories to game recaps to interviews to podcasts and much, much more. So make sure you head over there, hornsillustrated.com. And Luke, this Texas football schedule, it, we were talking about it. There's there's some high points, some some tough games, and and a little bit of in between uh, on the on the schedule that's set to come up. They open the season September fourth against Louisiana, and Louisiana. We saw what they did to Iowa State. They defeated them uh, to open the season this past year. So Louisiana is by no means uh, a team Texas should just count off as a as an easy victory. Absolutely not. And that's kind of. Uh... Going into the 2020 season, I feel like Louisiana Lafayette was really under radar, but they soon emerged as one of, if not the best, group of five team, along with uh, both Liberty and Coastal Carolina. So they're definitely, uh, they've shown that they have the talent to take down these top teams. They've got a great coaching staff, and uh, kind of like what happened to Iowa State, uh, you know, Iowa State maybe uh, overlooked them, and yet they uh, lost that game by two touchdowns. So uh, they're definitely not a team to, uh, uh, overlook it is and then uh, you look to the next game uh, which is at Arkansas and Arkansas uh, you know by their standards I think last year was a great season but uh, the past two years before in 2018 and 2019 they finished uh, towards the bottom of the SEC yet uh, last year they really emerged as one of the uh, a team that can take down and uh, you know uh, hold their own against uh, top teams like Alabama and Georgia so and Florida as well, and uh, so we're definitely not another team that Texas can't overlook, and uh, that should be another great one, especially since it's going to be, it's sorry, especially since it's going to be played at Arkansas. Well, and that's what I was going to say because Arkansas has been known as one of those teams that has struggled a lot in recent years, and uh, yeah, you're right by by by. A typical Arkansas standards. In fact, I, I, I believe they had gone winless in the SEC over the past two seasons with Felipe Franks, the former Florida quarterback, uh, starting there at, at Arkansas um, as, the, as the quarterback. They really surged to new heights, and they surprised a lot of people, including myself, uh, with some of their victories and, and the way they played even in the losses. And so that's another game that Texas will will need to be prepared for. Because the one thing I do want to note, Casey Thompson looks like a very, very solid player and he'll have the whole summer to develop along with this spring. But he's not Sam Ellinger, at least not right now. You're absolutely right. And there's still, there's not a ton of certainty over who Texas' starting quarterback will be next year. Because 
at this point, it seemed like there'll be either Casey Thompson or Hudson Card, who uh, he was only a freshman last year, but he showed he's uh, a lot of his natural talent and how good he can be as he develops. And so it sounds like that's going to be the quarterback battle on campus uh, this coming season. And Casey Thompson, you know, he's until uh, I'd say the Alamo Bowl this past season, he'd always came, came off as, you know, a career backup that never got significant playing time, but he showed, uh, you know, as in, as he said, when opportunity or when, sorry, when preparation meets opportunity, just how good he can play. And uh, you, uh, I feel like the Texas coaches were definitely impressed and, you know, whoever Texas quarterback ends up being with a head coach like Steve Sarkeesian, who did wonders as the offensive coordinator at Alabama, you figure uh, he's going to be able to develop these quarterbacks to be the best uh, they, they can be. Well, we saw what he, what he was, how he's able to transform Mac Jones and, uh, you know, kind of create, as you mentioned, Luke, an Alabama offense that was unstoppable. Uh, so we certainly are excited to see what he will do with the Longhorn offense and, and defense as well. But but he's more of an offensive guy. And so I think, you know, for, for the past several years, offense has been an area in which Texas lacked. Uh, and so we'll certainly see what he brings to the table. They open the conference schedule on September 25th at home against Texas Tech. Uh, Texas has struggled in recent years against the Red Raiders, but uh, we'll see we'll see what happens when they come to town. And that's followed by a road contest at TCU. And then the big one, October 9th, the Red River Showdown against Oklahoma. And we'll see if Texas can uh, reclaim, what is it, the golden hat. Yeah, I believe it is. And, uh, you know, it seems like every year that's the uh, most anticipated game on Texas's schedule, especially in recent year when uh, the Texas program seems to be on the rise, as does the Oklahoma program. They're uh, emerging as one of the best in the country. And Oklahoma, keep in mind, they will have uh, Spencer Rattler as Spencer Rattler as their starting quarterback next season. You know, they consistently bring in a great recruiting class. They've got uh, wide receiver Marvin Mims, who emerged as kind of a breakout freshman last season. So they're always a force in the Big 12. That game is always a lot of fun. And, you know, Texas uh, came this close, you know, to bringing that golden hat back to Austin. And you uh, better believe they're looking for a rent. Revenge is coming season. <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. Uh, we'll also see, you know, a much improved Spencer Rattler. Uh, he had some some problems early on uh, in Oklahoma. We actually were kind of thinking at one point in time that Oklahoma would not end up uh, winning the Big 12 title, but uh, Sooners were able to, to pull it off. I tell you what, though, Luke, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens and. You know, just running through the rest of the schedule, it'll be October 16th at home against Oklahoma State, then a road trip on the 30th of October to Baylor, followed by another road trip to Iowa State, then at home against Kansas, then on the road against West Virginia, and finally back at home on the 27th of November against Kansas State. And uh, Luke, when you look at what are some of the easy so-called easy wins for Texas or wins that you can kind of count Texas the the overwhelming favorite and uh those would would probably be limited to maybe Kansas uh possibly Oklahoma State you could you could always throw in uh Kansas State in there Baylor Texas uh, Tech Baylor because you know you think about uh, for the past several years Charlie Brewer's been playing quarterback up there, but now he's gone. He's out to uh, to Utah. 
Absolutely. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe their starting quarterback will be Gary Bohannon. Uh, he's kind of been Cherry Brewer's backup for at least the past two years. So I feel like there's a lot of uncertainty up in Waco. But yeah, like uh, you are kind of read my mind, uh, Texas is, you know, the easy games are pretty limited. I mean, you can pretty much put Kansas in that category every season. Like you said, maybe Oklahoma State, just because uh, I believe they will have Spencer Sanders, but, you know, they, uh, they will have to deal with a loss of Chuba Hubbard and Tyler Wallace to kind of anchor that offense. Rice, you know, they showed some good moments last year, but they did take down Marshall, which, uh, you know, I believe was our first top 25 win in forever, you know. Texas Tech, another team where there's a lot of uh, uncertainty at quarterback, especially with Alan Bowman transferring. But, you know, other than those games, it's uh, a kind of a tough conference slate. You know, Kansas State is a team that's kind of thought to be on the rise. Um, as of now, I don't know if uh, Skylar Thompson will be back at quarterback. They were pretty much about him for largely the entire year. But, you know, in conference, you know, here's TCU who beat Texas this past season. They'll have Max Dugan at quarterback who he's – uh, really showed a lot of promise. It'll be his third year as a starter, if I'm not mistaken. Then there's the obvious Oklahoma, Iowa State, who uh, uh, a lot of people are thinking that could be one of the top teams in the conference next season, if not in the nation, just with the uh, amount of starters they have returning. I believe it's uh, 20 out of 22, I yeah, believe. Uh, I believe and we'll have so. Brock Purdy and Brees Hall back. And then West Virginia is another program that people, if I not I believe, are saying could be on the rise. They, uh, Showed a lot of promise last season. Definitely improved uh, over uh, the 2019 season or since past that 2019 season. And they will have Jerry Dagey at quarterback. Neil Brown, their head coach, to play, uh, uh, made Troy to one of the top Sunbelt teams. And he's looking to do that with West Virginia. So it's no easy uh, schedule by any stretch of imagination. But, you know, Texas, uh, a lot of fans are saying, you know, how much talent this team has. And uh, that's really undebatable. Uh, Texas. They just kind of have struggled with kind of showing that on the football field, but with a coach like with a coach like Steve Sarkeesian, you know, there's a lot to look forward to, and uh, it's going to be a really interesting to see how they do against uh, what's going to be, in my opinion, a really tough football conference in the Big Twelve. I would agree because there's a lot of players that even will break out that we're not looking at right now because they didn't get a lot of playing time last year, or we didn't really see much from them, and they'll just have a breakout season this fall and. They'll be the name to know all of a sudden uh, coming out of the Big 12 Conference. So, you know, just looking at it, though, from, from what happened last season, I tell you what, Iowa State, to me, looks like the best team in the Big 12. I would even say over Oklahoma, uh, based on the experience they have and then that offensive duo of Brock Purdy and uh, Brees Hall, because I'd even go as far to say as to say Brock Purdy looks to be one of the best quarterbacks in the Big 12, possibly better than Spencer Rattler. I don't know. We'll see. But he showed a lot of poise uh, when he went up against Spencer Rattler in Oklahoma, you know, early in the 2020 season. So there's going to be a lot to look forward to, a lot of games to circle on Texas' schedule. And when you look through what might be the toughest stretch of games, no doubt it's probably going to be, you know, those first three because Texas Tech is always tough. They, they may not always have the talent, but they always play tough. TCU on the road, you know, we know what Max Dugan can do and, and how they came to Austin and beat Texas earlier this year. And then, of course, you got Oklahoma. So there's going to be a lot, lot of games that Texas is going to need to prepare well for and need to stay focused for four quarters. And the emphasis being on the four quarters because 
We saw Texas play three quarters well a lot of times last season, you know, play three and a half quarters well, but they always seem to kind of collapse over those last five minutes. And I think, I think that was really Texas's downfall last year. And I also like what you brought up about Texas Tech, but even though Texas Tech doesn't always play very well, the program hasn't done too great over the past uh, couple seasons. At least the past four years, they've almost always, uh, with the exception, with the exception of maybe 2019, they've always played Texas well. You know, they made, had that comeback victory in 2017 with uh, Sam Ellinger's freshman year. 2018, that game uh, pretty much came down to the wire in 2018 in Lubbock. 2019, I was at that game in person here in Austin. And the, well, the Red Raiders did get off uh, to an early 14-0 lead. Texas came back to really make that game a blowout. And then we all know what happened last season with uh, Texas making that incredible comeback in the final three minutes to win it in overtime. So, and then you also brought up TCU and Oklahoma, Oklahoma kind of, obviously uh, that's always going to be a really tough game. TCU, another team that seemingly always plays well against uh, Texas, even when they're not having a great season, Gary Patterson just has a really great track record against the Longhorns. And then he's got Max Dugan at quarterback where he brings a lot of veteran leadership and talent as well. So, I certainly agree with you about that being Texas' most uh, difficult stretch of games. Yep, yep, and uh, it's set to be a very exciting season, man. I, mm-hmm. I can't wait already, and we're only in the month of February. Uh, so any any closing thoughts, though, for you, Luke? You know, there, there still is a lot of uncertainty, but I feel like Texas, you know, this team has a lot of faith in themselves and in the talent that they bring to the table. Big 12, it's seeming like it could be a really great, you know, football conference this upcoming season. Texas, I'm also really excited about their non-conference schedule just because we mentioned both Louisiana Lafayette and Arkansas. Those are sure to be two really good games. And it's uh, it's certainly, like I mentioned earlier, it won't be an easy opening season for Steve Sarkeesian because uh, there is a lot on his plate. But uh, Texas, if any team can, you know, keep up with that kind of schedule and sin. So I, I can't wait for football season already. It's, it's certainly set to be an exciting season. We got a new coaching era in Austin, along with kind of a new wave of players. We saw a lot of players opt for the NFL draft after the 2020 season, so we'll get to see maybe some young talent, see the future of the program, and see really a lot of these you know four- and five-star recruits, guys like Bijan Robinson, Alfred Collins, and see what they can do in a, a much more of a leadership role, a starring role. And so it certainly will be exciting, and Texas fans hope you are having uh, a great week. Uh, stay safe and hook them horns. Hook them horns. <laughs>